My most preferred leadership style would be a very open channel of communication. I, as a learner, I learn best from feedback and from getting criticism. So I would hope that as a leader, I would allow that safe space where we can pass feedback along back and forth so we can both grow as learners. I think a very democratic where everyone has a voice is a great way, is a safe space for leadership because people will give more if they feel like they are involved and they have some form of responsibility. So I found results with this style when I was the radio show producer for five different days of the week and every single day of the week we had a different crew. So that means different personalities, different way people wanted to handle the problems. So what I did is I was in very close communication with all of my lead hosts for every day of the week, but I allowed my lead hosts to have some sense of responsibility. So I said, if there's problems within your show or you're having questions, try to work it out amongst yourself so everyone feels like they have some form of responsibility and that they have you know, they have their own dollar in the show. And then I said, when there's a problem that's beyond that, I'd love to come talk. I'd love to come sit down, but I know that I'm not in this close interconnected group. So I took an approach of, hands-off in a sense, but also I was in constant communication, so I understood it. Certainly my most preferred leadership style, um, both for how I'm led and also for how I like to lead is is a real, um, is really allowing autonomy. So certainly the way I, that I like to be led is, uh, I like, I guess, the environment to be created for me and the information to be created for me, but then to be left to be able to complete the task in my own way. Uh, and the autonomy to be able to, to be able to do it, you know, do things how I think they should be done, or to be able to put my own flavour to things and my own thoughts and creative, um, excuse me, creative um, juices into it, I guess. Um, and, and that's certainly the way that I like to, to lead as well. So with my team, I like to sort of, um, you know, set the targets or to um, to set the environment. Here's here's what we need to do. Here's why we need to do it. Here's, here's the sort of tools that you need to be able to achieve that. Um, but then to, I guess, step back and to allow them to be able to do it themselves. And what I find with that is that um, not only does it empower the people I work with, and, and for me, when I'm in that environment, it empowers me to be able to, to, be able to do more work, it gives me greater satisfaction, and, and I find it gives the team I work with greater satisfaction when they are able to complete the task the way that they like to do it. But through doing that, we've also found greater efficiencies with certain things. Um, we've changed certain things because we've got more people who are putting their ideas into a, into a task than it being really structured and set up and here's how we, they want it done. Um, and then we're also able to celebrate people more because Right, here's the task, you do it, they do it in their own way, they complete it, and it's they've done it. It's not something that you know I've done or um, I've told them exactly how to do it. They've created their own thing and they've done it their own way, and we can celebrate that, and we can celebrate the fact that they've done it from start to finish. My most preferred leadership style is a collaborative leadership style. So what that means is making sure you involve the entire team in the decisioning decision-making process, and more importantly, making sure that they feel that their voices are being heard and that they're valued in the discussion process. So an example of this, again, when I was involved um, with the Centre for Multicultural Youth and their youth advisory group, we were developing an event that we do for National Youth Week each year. And we had maybe 
got to say, maybe like 20, 20 young people in the room. Um, and we're having a large group discussion. And as you can imagine, that means that only a few people really get the opportunity to say something um, and kind of influence the discussion. And I saw that playing out and I called that out and said, hey, I don't think this is too productive if we're trying to do this as a larger group. Why don't we break up into smaller teams based on you know what we might be interested in so if you're interested in the marketing side of things if you're interested in the logistics side of things if you're interested in the partnership side of things and then think about the previous event we ran last year identify the problems we had with that and then report back to the group and i think that was really effective because um, it allowed people to voice their opinions in a smaller group but then voice that back um, to the larger team and I think that discussion was really productive. Um, we got a lot of feedback out of that and revised the event and saw um, a 30 to 40% increase in attendance um, based on last year. So it was quite, quite good for us as a group. My least preferred leadership style is a dictatorship approach because I think it is one, unapproachable when someone thinks that they're in charge and make all the rules. And one of my least favorite things about people in general is when they don't listen. And I, people who are opinionated, that's wonderful, but to be opinionated, you need to listen to others. So that would be my least favorite leadership approach because I feel like it silences everyone except for the person in charge. I don't like it when it's you know, the person who's leading me is very much, right, here's what I want done, I want it done exactly this way. Uh, and then, you know, I might complete the task or complete the work and, and pass it to them and they sort of take it and get, and they, rearrange it or they change it back to the way that they would have done it and then we move on and um, for a whole range of reasons I don't like that it's um, uh, from a confidence point of view it doesn't make you feel great when you sort of you put all this effort into some work or into a task and then give it to someone and then they just change it to what they would have done and from an efficiency point of view it's kind of like well you know you could have just done it yourself mate you know um, uh, things like that but but mainly you know, going back to that autonomy piece where, you know, it's very collaborative, it's very, it allows people to put their ideas in and you get a broader range of opinions of how things can be done or, or it allows for um, tasks that you've done traditionally in a certain way to be able to manipulate it, to be manipulated and potentially done in a better, more efficient way because you've had someone else have a look at it. Um, it allows that to occur, whereas when things are really structured and when a leader is very much, I want it done this way, I want it done, you know, with A, B, C, D sort of thing, um, it means that there's no evolution of a task, there's no evolution of a, of a, of a program, of a project. So my um, least preferred style is kind of a top-down, very directive approach, almost like a, I would say it's a bit dicta, bit, bit more of a dictatorship in a sense. Um, so I think... Um, you know, you have to acknowledge that it can be quite effective in situations when you're really tight on time and need to implement something very quickly. So even in my current job, sometimes there's instances where we need to deliver work within, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And at that point, there's no opportunity to do, have a discussion. It's my manager just saying, you know, can you do X, Y, Z, send it to me, I'll review it, integrate it and we'll send it off. Um, so it works in those situations, but I think more broadly, um, generally, I don't think it's quite as effective because one, it doesn't really build trust um, in the people um, that you're working with because they don't feel like they have any input in what's happening. Um, and that means they might lose motivation. 
they might even leave because they don't feel um, like they're valued. Um, and I think it kind of creates a, an us versus them dynamic rather than one team. Um, so I think transparency and approaching a more collaborative style is much more effective in a general um, workplace environment.